Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. Hey there, Sarah Marie here once again. So I want to share with you something that happened to me back in December. I was preparing for one of our online Bible studies and suddenly I had this epiphany. I reread the following passage in Luke 19 verses 37 through 40 and those verses say, then As he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. And that's when it hit me. This thought just popped into my head. Could the rise in the number of earthquakes be the rocks crying out? Huh? I immediately asked the Holy Spirit to confirm this thought to me. Where did it come from? And could that really be true? Now, when Jesus said that the rocks, that the stones would cry out, did he really mean that they would actually say something or start singing words of praise to God? Or would the rocks cry out in a way that aligns with their characteristics of being a rock? So let's think about this some more. When else, biblically speaking, did earthquakes occur? So I started to do some digging. And I found that there was an earthquake when Jesus died, right? Matthew 27 verses 50, 50 through 51 say, And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then, behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rocks were split. Could the rocks have been worshiping because no one else was at that moment? Could the rocks have been rejoicing because what others saw as defeat, the earth knew was victory for humanity? Now, there was also an earthquake when Jesus rose from the grave and the stone was rolled away. Matthew 28 verses 1 through 6 say, Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him, and became like dead men. 
But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Now, could the stones have been worshiping because no one else was aware of the miracle that had just occurred? Could the earth be crying out in worship now because the global church has not taken its position as the true worshipers of the Father? I decided to do a quick study. What happens when earthquakes occur? And earthquake waves, they do in fact make the earth's surface vibrate like a speaker and produce a low frequency sound in the atmosphere. So the earth is making a sound. Are you? Are you going to continue to let the stones take our place? No. Let's take our position and worship the Lord together. Let's honor him for who he is. Let's glorify his name for all he has done. Let's unite in a unified sound of worship so that our vibrations, so that the sound waves that we produce, that they would change matter in our atmosphere, that they would shift the atmosphere for the glory of God so that strongholds would be broken in the name of Jesus, so that the darkness would be pushed back in the name of Jesus. Let the sound that his people make do the work that he needs it to do, that he wants us to do as we worship him. Let's not let the stones cry out. Let's not let the stones take our place. Let us keep worshiping despite what we're going through. Let us remain firm on solid ground because we, we know how to worship. Now I want to leave you with Psalm 92 and I'm going to read to you this entire chapter. Meditate on these words and then allow yourself to make a sound for the Lord. Psalm 92 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night on an instrument of 10 strings, on the lute and on the harp with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. When the wicked spring up like grass and when all the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. 
but my horn. You have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. My eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Speaking of making a sound, if you're local to Eastern Pennsylvania, or if you don't mind traveling a bit, come join the Soul of Worship ministry at one of our upcoming outdoor worship and prayer events. Our goal is to bring a revival of hope, love, and unity that can only come from God. Now come out and bring the whole family and make us sound with us. We have events coming up on Friday, July 2nd, Saturday, August 28th, and Saturday, October 2nd. For all of the information and to download the flyers, you can visit soulofworship.com forward slash events. Once again, that's soulofworship.com forward slash events. We'll see you there. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.